Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Welcome to this week's Man of the Post Extra Time. I'm your very, very sad host, Chris Emma. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I know. I mean, this week we've seen the last ever Derry Girls, and as if to compound that, the next day I woke up to the news that Divock Origi is going to leave Liverpool at the end of the season. <laughs> you were gen- genuinely heartbroken. On both occasions. I, you know, I was, I was very choked up watching that finale last night. <laughs> Well, idiots like me were watching the Europa League. Exactly. Ryan, are you an idiot watching the Europa League? I uh, I was an idiot watching the Europa League. Yeah. 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 It was. Uh, I'm sure we'll get onto it, but it wasn't wasn't the most entertaining affair. I don't think. Oh, fair enough. Well, look, let's start there then. So Wednesday night it was the Europa League final. It's only fair we start with the, the European final. So Frankfurt won, Rangers won. Um, Arebo scored for Rangers as they took the lead on 57 minutes. Uh, Bore equalised on 69 uh, minutes. Uh, it scored, stayed that way through extra time, um, and then it came to a penalty shootout. Uh, everyone scored apart from Aaron Ramsey, and um, Frankfurt beat Rangers 5-4 on penalties. It's their second European trophy, 42 years after their first trophy. Um, we're looking. Before we talk about how great it is for um, for Frankfurt, were Rangers lucky in the fact that it went as far as it did? Because I've seen lots of photos of a Rangers player kicking a Frankfurt player on the head and him having lots of blood in about the fourth minute. And then I definitely saw a chance for a penalty or a shout for a penalty for Frankfurt as well. Emma, did you see either of those incidents? Uh, <clears throat> I can't remember anything about the first half. It was really boring. Hmm. Um, I only remember the second half, so, and then anything after that. <laughs> so none of these incidents mean anything. Do you remember the, the penalty one I saw live? So I thought, maybe, do you remember that? No. Uh, Ryan? <laughs> when, when was this penalty shot? <laughs> <laughs> was, this, was this the second half? <laughs> I'm sure this was in extra time. Um... It was running into the right-hand side of the Rangers' penalty area, and someone came in with a sliding tackle, and um, I don't think he touched the ball, but sent the Frankfurt player flying, and the referee um, I think must have given a corner, I think. Um, I do not remember that. No, I'm, I'm trying to think about how I was like, I swear I didn't like, hear any big commotion. Like, there was a couple of ones where it looked like it was either a handball or something, it was like, you know, edge of chest or top of arm, where... Defenders were leaning into it, but nothing, nothing major like a big old slide tackle. Oh right! I mean, Emma, were you just staring dreamily with your sort of chin on your hands at Kevin Trapp? <laughs> I was. <actually. laughs> He's an objectively handsome 
<laughs> and when you were staring at his sort of what is, what is it is his eyes or is it his sort of chiseled face or what is it he has very nice eyes so when you're staring into those dreamlike eyes um mm -hmm. as he made that save with it must have been about a minute to go in um extra time as well so Kemar roof crossed the yeah. ball uh and then um i can't remember who it was that uh that sort of uh, smashed the ball straight at him from about sort of two or three yards out, and then the follow-up was headed clear by the defender as well, wasn't it? it should, should have been for a corner, but for a goal kick. But that was an extraordinary was great, save. Yeah, it was amazing. Yeah, and what, didn't I say to you after that? I, I bet he's going to mess up the penalty. Yes. He <laughs> <laughs> didn't though. No, he didn't. Germans and penalties, Ryan. You know all about these, don't you? As an England fan. Yeah, they're they're not bad. They were all really good penalties as well. <laughs> they were, weren't they? They weren't bad. Yeah, I mean, well, Ramsey's was. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I meant the Frankfurt ones. Yeah, yeah. The, the, the Alan McGregor wasn't getting near any of those, was he? No. Um, yeah, Aaron Ramsey missed. Um, Juventus breaking hearts everywhere still. I did tell you, that, yeah. <laughs> I did tell you that the Queen's probably getting an extra couple of hours sleep. Yeah. <laughs> you get your bank holiday weekend for the Jubilee. <laughs> um. Yeah, I mean, I don't, he didn't start, did he? He came on as a sub, which seemed a bit of a strange decision. In like the 116th, 17th, 18th minute or something, wasn't it, I think? Yeah, yeah. basically the first thing he did was take that penalty. And we've seen that that's gone well before. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of evidence out there that that doesn't work. It worked for Ross Barkley at the weekend, though, didn't it, right? Uh, did he score his pen? He did, didn't he? He did, didn't he, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's, not, let's not talk about that one. <laughs> One thing about that, I, if I was Ruben Loftus-Cheek coming off, firstly I'd be a bit annoyed I only got on for 14 minutes. I'd be, I'd be, I'd be annoyed if I was both of them. Because Ruben Loftus-Cheek <laughs> sits there thinking, well he obviously doesn't think I can take a penalty. And then Ross Barkley's sitting there thinking, well he obviously can't think I can actually play football. <laughs> I mean that's a definite fact. He definitely <laughs> can't play football. He, he, I think that was his first touch. For a Chelsea, as a Chelsea player for a good few weeks slash months so yeah so Thomas Tuchel doesn't actually rate either of them <laughs> well he's weird he, he really rates Loftus-Cheek but I, it was like he played him as a striker which didn't make any sense mm. so what, does he, what else does he expect that's basically did he take Loftus-Cheek off because he didn't fancy him for the penalties I thought he must have got injured because he, why he, would you take off the substitute yeah it's still a bit of a weird one Loftus-Cheek's a bit injury prone anyway so it could have just been a precautionary thing. I don't know. He's not playing tonight, so he's probably refusing to. So weird. Well, and just Christensen refusing to. Oh, I was about to say, yeah, <laughs> he, he wouldn't be the first Chelsea player to refuse. Match doesn't day. he? Not, not the first time either. Depression though. We, I don't know what what um what the, I don't think anyone knows what the reason was. The the rumours was that it was a stomach bug because it's happened before, but. You'll, you'll get used to it next season anyway. So. <laughs> oh, God. <yeah. laughs> Again, oh, Barcelona around Madrid. Oh, sorry. Barcelona can't play tonight. <laughs> um, going back to the Rangers, Frankfurt then. So Giovanni van Bronckhorst said, quote, unquote, it hurts a lot. We have to move on because obviously they've got the Scottish Cup final this weekend. Was it a fair result in the end? I'd say so. I mean, I think, it, you know, the quality wasn't exactly high. I don't think of the game. When I, I don't know. I was watching it just... There seemed to be a lot of like laboured passes or touches seemed heavy everywhere. I mean, I thought that the Frankfurt goal was a bit of a nothing cross in a way. It mm. was just like pump it into the box and Rangers defenders inexplicably uh, just leaving it to uh, sort of hit the striker and go in. Yeah, and was it so, fair? Yeah. 
Uh, yeah, I think so. But Ryan's right. Everybody looked like tired. I think. Yes. It's Even in the second half, before extra time, it just yeah, it like seemed in the first slow. Half, people were tired, and I don't know whether that's because it was really hot in Sevilla, but they looked tired, and it was not of good quality in any way. And they, I listened to the Guardian Football Weekly podcast today. The the German football correspondent they had on, who was in Seville last night, he said it was unbearably hot. Uh, it was really quite hot. Um, do you think shop windows in Seville city centre are sleeping a bit easier tonight? It seemed to be not, not an awful lot of problems, were there? Uh, I think it was quite well well behaved, well, more than I expected it to be. Mm. Um, but apparently the people of Seville are upset because they just made a lot of mess that they didn't clean up after themselves. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, that's a bit wrong, isn't it? Ryan, do you clean up after yourself after a night out in Northampton? Kebabs and cans? All the time, yeah, yeah. I make sure to not put my Madonna kebab anywhere, you know, <laughs> other than in my mouth, really. Have you ever fallen asleep in the marketplace just because you didn't want to go home? You ever sort of slept in one of the stalls? <laughs> Definitely not. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, right, okay, let's go back to the Premier League then. So Monday night it was Newcastle 2, Arsenal 0. Uh, ben White and goal and then Bruno Grimrush in the second half. Um, it doesn't help Arsenal's uh, Champions League quest, um, which they seem to have in their hands recently. So Spurs are in fourth place on 68 points, Arsenal on 66 points. We're going to preview their forthcoming Premier League games at the weekend coming up soon. Um, Callum Wilson with his first start since December. Who saw his teeth go out and back in again? Oh, is this no, the, went saw, back in again. Yeah, yeah, I saw the picture, but yeah, of his tooth like just hanging out. Yes. Apparently, if your tooth comes out, if you put it back in again straight away, the gum sort of seizes up around it, and it's back to normal. Wow. So that's good. That is a good. That's a good tidbit to know. Is I think is that's true. Yes. Um, another tidbit I heard on Football Weekly today: if you lose, if you sort of chip your tooth or lose part of your tooth. If you soak that part of the tooth in milk and then get into the dentist as quick, as quick as you can, take your sort of glass of milk with the tooth in, back to the dentist, he might be able to seal it back again or she might be able to seal it back again. Is this like the whole concept of like if you lose like the top of your finger, if you put it in ice straight away, yeah. you get down to the hospital, they can reattach it, no problem. If you drop your iPhone in the water, you stick it in a bag of rice in the air and cover. Yeah, that's that sort of thing. thing. Yeah. <laughs> Why do the people of Football Weekly know so much about teeth repair? Uh, this was um, someone who had uh, emailed in. They'd had an experience where someone had knocked oh, out their okay. tooth. I listened okay. to a podcast today, it's a true crime podcast. It was about a murderer who killed someone and bit the body afterwards. Um, and what he did is he filed his tooth down. He filed his teeth down. All of his teeth, he used a nail file, filed them down. And then they had to release him because his, obviously his bite didn't match the uh, bite on the body. Um, and that was a, a perfectly sound and sensible thing to do until he murdered a second person and bit that person. <laughs> Just use false teeth. <laughs> exactly. Um, okay, yeah, so the results uh, is confirmed. Chelsea finished in the top four, Ryan. You must be happy. Yeah. It, it makes the last two games a bit of a, of a nothingness, but... Uh, yeah, it's good to be in the Champions League because I think we've been really poor over the past few weeks and there was a, a bit of a worry that we'd miss out. I don't so think... It's good to have it sorted. Yeah, I, I, there was no part of me that ever thought that you were going to mess up the top four, but I guess things haven't helped with the off-field issues, have they? I mean, what's it been like for you sort of living through it? Have you been sort of looking at fifth place and thinking they're going to catch us or, or what? Yeah, I think when we like lost to Arsenal... 
and then drew to United, you know, it, it became a bit more of a possibility. So we were so comfortable for a while in third. It's almost like we were on our, you know, on our own. Um, and then, yeah, obviously, you, you're trying to think about where you're going to finish, and then you're hearing the stories of Roman does want does want his money back, doesn't want his money back. The government, you know, are saying the club's going to fold. Um, it's not been great. So what's the latest uh, on that? Uh, the, well, the rumours suggest that Todd Bowley and, and crew are being sort of passing the director's test, whatever it's called. Um, and then obviously I guess it's up to the, the, the beautiful Tory government. I only say that because I, I don't actually want them to fold the club. Um, you know, it's up <laughs> to the Tory government to decide where they want to put their money as they see it. Is there a deadline of sort of three or four days time or something? 31st 31st not 21st I think when the the special license ends right and if no deal is done by then is that the sort of Uh, is that an apocalyptic sort of vision is it or is something going to be done I think ultimately we'd probably be I think because if we don't have a license or you know resolved by like June 8th I can't remember what date it is because then you've got to apply to be part of the Premier League or something Ah, okay do you and obviously well, I, I don't know what the, the thing is. Basically, the Premier League clubs all meet at the start of the season, apparently, to basically ratify the new season, um, which doesn't make sense because, you know, it's it's not a closed shop or anything. So you have to fill a form in or something. To... <laughs> That's hilarious. I am promising to continue playing football in the Premier League. Um, so someone at Manchester City doesn't send that in. <laughs> They're down to the conference or something. Yeah, so uh, ultimately, I mean, we'll be okay. I think there's there's nothing at this point in time that sounds like it's going to hold things up. Yeah, we'll, you know, they're talking about transfers again, so you'd like to think that means that everything's going to be okay. And what about Roman? There's talk that he wants his billion and a half loan back, isn't there? He keeps putting statements out to say that he doesn't want the money. <laughs> that sounds like a man who might want the money. <laughs> you know, ultimately, I guess that money didn't really mean anything to him at this point. Um, the, the, you know everything points to the fact of the loans being forgiven the government don't really like that fact but it might be turned into equity but apparently it's not a big stumbling block for the people involved it's just the government that aren't overly pleased okay I find it weird how he gets a say seeing as he's sort of persona non grata and his assets have been frozen that seems a little bit peculiar yeah I guess because the government in a way haven't technically seized full control of the asset Okay. Like if they became the owner, they could, I guess, do what they want. But Roman is still, ultimately, having to sell his shares. Yeah. Like the money just can't go to him. Okay. Um, <clears throat> back onto Newcastle Arsenal. Did anyone hear what Granite Xhaka had to say? Was it something about players don't have the balls to play for this club or something? Kind of. Yeah. So he said, um, if someone isn't ready, stay at home. As it was him talking about his teammates. Uh, Gary Neville has called him a disgrace for saying that. Um, Jack is one to talk. I mean, he's at home a lot, you know, just on suspension. So, <laughs> yeah. I mean, he gave it. Was it him that gave the fans the V's after he was sent off? It was him. Yeah. yeah. This is the player that shouldn't should have left Arsenal about three years ago. Yeah, he was the captain. Yeah. Uh, told them all to f off, and uh, like threw the shirt on the ground, didn't he? <laughs> <So>. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, and then Tuesday night back in the Premier League, still Southampton one, Liverpool two. Uh, Nathan Redmond opened the scoring for Southampton. That was a nervy few moments scrolling on the BBC Sport website um, it's kind of been Amino uh, equalised weirdly non-celebrating against the team where he was on loan for six months they must have made some impression on him um, and then Jean-Matic with the world's 
I mean, it's the world. It probably describes Jean Matic the best, actually. The world's most sort of languid and relaxed heady you've ever seen, um, which is very Jean Matic. Uh, giving Liverpool the win. Liverpool made nine changes from the cup at the weekend. Um, a few of them were enforced uh, because obviously Van Dijk and Salah went off injured as well. Um, Joe Gomez went off injured in this game, but the midfield Liverpool started with was Harvey Elliott, James Milner, and Curtis Jones. So that shows there's a lot of depth in that squad. And with uh, Elliott and Jones, there's a lot of youth as well, isn't there? Um, defeat would have given City the title. Um, Liverpool still hanging on in there, just Emma. Yeah, but it's false hope, though, isn't it? <laughs> uh, I think it is. I think it is. How much of their fingernails are clinging on to the sort of Premier League precipice at the moment as they sort of try and cling on to the title race? Well, I mean, you've got to be in it, I guess, but you've got to be realistic too, right? I mean. I don't think Steven Gerrard is going to do you a favour. No, someone pointed out that if Jack Grealish is a Premier League winner, Aston Villa looks set to gain £15 million from City. Yes, so they're going to lose 8 nil. <laughs> that can't be right, surely. There's sort of going to be something uh, untoward about that. It what? feels like a conflict of interest. Oh, yes. Yeah, but you don't, I don't think they planned it out that way. No. What if they did, Ryan? Yeah. What if they did? You know, if Real Madrid beat Liverpool, we're, we're going to get money for like Courtois and Hazard. Hang on. When did Jack Grealish join Manchester City? <laughs> Was it before or after the tra- the uh, fixtures were announced? <laughs> this is a definite uh, conspiracy theory starting now, isn't it? I think. Uh, let's have a look. Where will Gerard's loyalty lie? That's the question. This is true. Right, let's go and transfer market. Jack Grealish. I, just, I really hope someone in the Aston Villa midfield slips over. <laughs> <laughs> and let, I don't know, and Raheem Sterling, let's say, just for Oh, that'd be even long. better, wouldn't it? Yeah, <laughs> score. He joined on the 5th of August last year. That's got to be well after the fixtures oh, yeah. were announced. They're normally in June, aren't they? The season... The season... Started like a week or two later, didn't it? Did it not? I know it's delayed slightly because of the Euros, but yeah, you normally release the fixtures in June, don't you? I smell yeah. a rat here, El Rato. I smell him. <laughs> That's right, El Rato. <laughs> um, yeah, okay. So uh, we don't think Liverpool are going to be doing. I mean, we'll talk about the actual fixture in a second, but this is all sort of in vain, is it? I would be hugely surprised and impressed and happy. <laughs> uh, I'd be impressed. Happy? No. <laughs> I, I was just really hoping for this Southampton to win and almost to turn around and be like, that's for stealing our players. Yeah. <laughs> that would have been funny. Yeah. Yeah. They beat us last season. Yeah, but it didn't really mean anything last season, did it, at that point? No, it didn't. I mean, this is uh, the game was big for Hasenhutl as well. Um, Fans were chanting at him, you don't know what you were doing at the weekend. Um, so, Southampton. I feel that that's a bit harsh. I mean, he is the manager that's overseen two 9 0 losses. Not this season. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but Chelsea beat them by like seven. It but was close. Nine? No, it wasn't nine this exactly, time. Exactly, Ryan, that's, that's progress. Oh, yeah, it's okay. Yeah, yeah, it's good. It's getting there. It's going in the right direction. <laughs> that's, that's the main thing. 
they were uh, they're due to finish in the same position and I think maybe a point or two worse than than last season someone could when, when they had those defeats someone did tweet afterwards if we lose 9-0 once a season but still have Ralph Hasenhutl as manager I'll be happy um, but there's a sort of I've seen sort of various other tweets where sort of feelings are starting to turn against him a little bit which like you Emma I feel is a bit unfair yeah honestly what did they expect well too much obviously <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Maybe a little progress, I guess. Maybe when they, you know, maybe he's not losing nine nil is progress. <laughs> what, is it really? <laughs> what's their investment been like that? I, I think they've splashed it's the cash a little bit, haven't they? they? Yeah, they that's true. Like a big chunk of their goals and replaced them with a Chelsea loanee. Yeah. Who was doing terribly for my fantasy team? Yeah, it's a shame that actually. You know, I think. He started all right, but he's has he been he's been injured or Broker's gone off the boil a bit, isn't he? I don't know if you I think it's I think it's playing for Southampton. Is that what it is? <laughs> Sucks it all out of you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, well, Southampton really only have a certain amount of goals. James Ward prowls free kick and then uh bits and drips and jabs around that. You know? Yeah. Their, their goals are very you know, from one person. Does this mean then in about twenty five years, like the same way the sort of all their goals relied on Matt Letizia in the sort of 90s and stuff in about 25 years time is James Ward-Prowse going to be a huge conspiracy theorist and end up sort of being cancelled definitely 100% yeah yeah he's probably got a, he's probably got a poster of Letizia in his role as well you think oh that would be so sad I mean 25 years time I mean what sort of conspiracy the aliens that landed in Times Square weren't actually aliens or something it would be they were humans in disguise yeah Exactly. <laughs> uh, right, okay, let's pop over the pond, uh, over the pond, over the uh, channel to Europeland. Um, in La Liga, its first three places are all pretty much done. Um, so there's a sort of battle on for the last Champions League place, which is Seville, uh, Sevilla are holding at the moment. They're on 64, uh, 67 points, and then it's Betis on 64 points. Both are on 22, uh, plus 22 goal difference. So this weekend, um, neither have got a particularly easy game um, Batista are away to Real Madrid who I guess will either have players rested or players playing really hard to try and prove themselves for the Champions League final uh, and Sevilla at home to Athletic um, which again won't be an easy game will it Emma? No and I imagine that Real Madrid will make 11 changes because they did for the derby against Athletic so I imagine they'll just play a bunch of reserves. So, Batista have got a chance, and I want it to be them. I want it to be them really badly because they're great, and Sevilla are really boring. Yes. Um, but it's probably going to be Sevilla. Um. Yeah, Athletic really haven't got an awful lot to play for. They don't. No. I said this to Jared last week. I find them such a weird team to watch because there's times when Inaki looks unplayable yeah. and the team themselves just look like absolutely something else but particularly when he's on form and there's other times when they look really really quite meh yeah they're a bit patchy mm. and I get the feeling I mean what he is he now sort of 26 27 I reckon he's in his mid-20s if he was going to go some, yeah if he was going to go somewhere bigger he would have done it by now yeah probably I think he's probably a lifer yeah from Athletic at this point. And what do you think was stopping him going further? 
I don't know. I wish I wish somebody had taken a chance on him. I think he had a few injury problems, which probably did not help his cause. Mm. Um, I think that's probably it, but I wish somebody had taken a chance on him. Yeah, he would have been pretty good. You'd have taken him at Chelsea, wouldn't you, Brian? Yeah, I think so. Yeah? Was that a drum roll? That's yeah. <laughs> all. <laughs> I moved, I moved really my mic for a second and then, went, and then went to and then rolled around properly. I like him yucky too, but I don't, I'm not sure he's worth the drum roll. Drum roll, please, before we announce. Any, when we talk about a player you really like, can you just sort of do a, a drum roll? <laughs> and consequently, any you don't like, it's sort of like a wah, wah, wah. That's the fango. Or like a eh, um, and finally, uh, but, uh, sort of up there as well, I'll talk about you guys briefly. So Barcelona versus Villarreal. Um, how do you think you're going to get on there? Is it the thing that's going to happen? <laughs> Does a win make the season any better? Because you're guaranteed second now. No, we're guaranteed second. It can't get any better. Yeah. Um. Uh, I'm shocked that we finished second. Uh, I think that says a lot about the other teams more than it does us. Mm. We're terrible. <laughs> so <laughs> that, that says a lot about them. Um, yeah, I'm very surprised. Some talk, this, felt... some talk this week about Frankie Leon going to Manchester United. I heard that, yeah. How do you feel about that? I think that? that's just a lazy journalism, though, because, you know, Ten Hag's taking over. Yeah. He was at Ajax at the same time. Put those hands together. We need the money. Put those hands together. Yeah. Feels like lazy doing, you need you need the money to buy all of our uh, defensive rejects. No, because they're going to be free, Ryan. <laughs> Aspilicueta and Alonso won't be free. I heard that Aspilicueta was signing a new contract. Uh, his deal got extended, um, like automatically type thing. Um, but Tuchel's been talking and you know saying how we have to discuss Aspi's feelings because uh, he wants <laughs> right. he, he basically he basically wants a new challenge. Um, Okay. And it's looking likely that he'll leave. So imagine that's your new right back and Alonso's your new left back with a potentially playing, maybe not, maybe. Why have you got to say minutes. Alonso? I do not want that murderer anywhere near my team. Because oh, I'm just telling you what the, the what the, the rumours <laughs> slash the truth We're is. We're not signing every, all your rejects, Brian. Yeah, leave us alone. This, the, <laughs> Alonso wants to go back to Spain, and the only team I've seen linked with him is Barcelona. That's because they're free. <laughs> <laughs> And that's a price that we like to pay. And Alonso won't be free. Well, I don't want him. He's a murderer. I know, and he I know. But he's going to be, he's gonna be your new left back. No. So <laughs> you'll have to just accept him. <laughs> I will not accept it. How old are they both? How old's Alonso and... Um... Alonso's got to be 30, right? Yeah, surely, yeah. I think, I mean, Aspilicate is about 33, I think. Um, he's been around They're for a very long time. I was going to say, yeah, your youth policies. Both younger than Jordi Alba. Marcus Alonso is 31. God. So, Dest is going to feel like he's a sort of... Younger than Jordi Alba. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> but Jordi Alba's not a murderer, as far as I know. So, Dest is going to think he's at sort of Springfield retirement home for fullbacks or something. <laughs> I feel bad for him because he doesn't even get in the team, and that—that's sad. <laughs> um, well, down the bottom, then you've got uh, the relegation places, or one relegation place to be decided. So that's being occupied currently by Cadiz. 
on 36 points. Then you got Mallorca on 36 points also. Um, point ahead of them, you got Granada, and then 39 points, probably just out of it, are Elche. Um, so you got Elche versus Getafe, Granada versus Espanyol, Osasuna versus Mallorca. Now, Mallorca, I've just told you before we recorded, they're subsidising 75% of travel and tickets for their fans, which is going to cost them about 75,000 euros because um, they want to get as many of their fans over as possible. And then Alaves versus Cadiz. Who do you think will be going down out of all those? Uh, honestly, I hope it's Cadiz because they have the racist in their team. Um, There's a one color. Him. Yeah. Juan Cala. Mm. He is a big old racist and they are fully supportive of that. So... We want them to get relegated. And we quite like Mallorca because that's a good away trip. <laughs> <laughs> he gets a manumission as well. Yeah, totally. <laughs> that's Ibiza, isn't it? Close enough, though. It's all you down get a boat. Yeah. It's, yeah. A, it's a Balearic, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, in Serie A, um, Milan on 83 points and then Inter on 81 points. Uh, final weekend of the season coming, so it's Inter versus Samp and Sassuolo versus Milan. Uh, Divock Origi, who has started two Premier League games in two years, he has said he's going to join um, Milan next summer, which I think... He be... said he's going to join. <laughs> <laughs> no, this isn't official, is it? I don't think this is official. You've, I know you've seen a story, and I know you're really upset, but I, I don't think this is official news yet, is it? I thought it was. I thought it was subject to a medical, so which obviously means personal terms have been agreed. I mean, personal terms are, would you like to play football on a more regular basis? <laughs> Will you work for food? <laughs> yeah. Would you like to live in Italy? Yeah. yeah. Would you like to live in Liverpool or in the mountains of wherever it's near? What, Milan? Are there any mountains <laughs> in Milan? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Liverpool Fashion Week might be quite the thing. I don't know. Sure, it's exactly like Milan fashion. <laughs> no. Do you want to talk about his finest moments? Oh, I've got to be honest. It's just every goal he scored against Everton. <laughs> well, surely the, the the finest moment is not. No, Everton, not that one. Right? Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. It's difficult to pinpoint an individual finest moment well, because he scored a winning goal in the Champions League final. I, well, he did that, but then we wouldn't have got there if it wasn't for his two goals. In the semi, <laughs> I know, but the no, dramatic doesn't exist. <laughs> the dramatic circumstance. The dramatic circumstance of that fourth goal, you know, the quick thinking by the ball boy and um, and Trent, and then that. So I mean, that was dramatic. We were chasing the title in two thousand and nineteen, and there was the goal versus uh, Newcastle. There was the sort of Jordan Pickford off the crossbar. There's been so many Wolves, even Wolves this season. It's hard to point down an individual moment that you think yes that's my divok because there's so many it's weird though that club never fancied him as a starter though uh i don't think it is if you look at who's ahead of him but uh, maybe a chance though right i mean he, he earned, you know yeah he i mean he earned a chance at least oh he's definitely earned a chance i mean he's a player who from what i've sort of read online would have been quite happy to stay and play second fiddle the problem is is you've got our front three first choice now seems to be Mane, Salah and Diaz then you've got Jota then you've got Bobby and then you're down to sort of Origi or Minamino so he's Minamino got picked ahead of him <laughs> yeah, exactly the other day. That'd be the fun. 
That would be when it's like, oh, I'm going to go to Milan. Team <laughs> the team sheet. That's it. On well, the dotted line. Yeah. And I guess what he's got in Milan, he's got an Asian Giroud. Zlatan probably will retire this summer. I don't know. Rafael Liao, will he be around in Milan next season or is he going to get gobbled up by somebody else? Which means you've then got Origi, Rafael Liao and Daniel Mardini. So there's every chance he can play more football next season. I don't blame him for going. Zlatan will never retire. Yeah, but he's not going to play as much as he did, though, is he? I don't think Giroud's going to retire, is he? Either. No, but I think with his age, he's you've... going to Milan to sit on a different. <laughs> <laughs> he probably is for a bit, but I think you've got to. Um, I, I think you've got to manage Giroud's minutes, same as you've got to manage manage Zlatan's minutes, and so I reckon that means more more time for him. I'm surprised they've not learned from before when we sold them Fabio Barini, to be honest. But you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, right, okay, what else have we got in... Oh, it's also Fiorentina-Juventus. That's a nice little game to end on um, in uh, in Serie A. Um, France, so PSG way above on 83 points. It gets interesting for... I mean, it gets really interesting all the way down to the Conference League, but we'll just do the last um, uh, Champions League place. So Monaco are on 68 points, uh, 25 goal difference. Marseille are also on 68 points, but plus 21 goal difference. And then... Ren are on 65 points on 42 goal difference. So this weekend is Lons versus Monaco. Uh, Marseille versus Strasbourg, who are fifth and currently in the Conference League place, and they're looking for Europa League. And then Lille versus Ren. Uh, Lille, of course, last season's champion. So that won't be an easy one. Um, and then Saturday, 6 o'clock BST, British Summertime, Emma. It's the uh, Women's Champions League final. It's Lyon versus Barcelona um, at the Juventus Stadium. Sorry? you'll both be watching I was trying to have a look I think where is the Women's Champions League is it on DAZN Ryan I do not know the answer would it be on uh, I... are they not going to put it on YouTube or anything no apparently uh, I was told uh, that it is on free to air television on ITV4 in your country oh excellent wow. well watch that step on there but you're right yeah honestly be better. even if it's just for the babes Ryan just put it on <laughs> <laughs> In the world. Forget that. There's just some absolute legs on this. <laughs> yeah, you get to see Jenny. Jenny, I, I do. Be. Yeah. I think she might be retiring. You know. Is she? Maybe. Oh, okay. Is she in the market for a slightly overweight middle-aged man with receding hair? I'll ask her. Brilliant. Um, that's if Kensington Mum gets there first, of course. Um... <laughs> oh, great. <laughs> You're looking at revenge. We're going to win. You're going to win. Yeah, this was a replay of the final from three years ago where they beat you 4-1, wasn't it? Times have changed. Times have changed. Well, I guess they have, because what's your record this season? Uh, 30 games played, 30 wins, uh, 159 goals scored, Bloody 11 hell. conceded. Uh, and how do you think... Goal eight... difference of 148. It's <laughs> <laughs> not bad, is it, right? It's not bad, but you know, if, if they were playing Sam Kerr every week, that, that conceded uh, would be going up. So that that was a total of ninety points. The second place team got sixty. So what... <laughs> That's how far ahead. So three years ago was your first Champions League final when Leon beat you. So what has been invested in Barcelona ladies team in that three years? Then have they got so good? They've had some good coaches. Um, I mean, that helped. Um, and they made some good signings, which worked well for the team dynamic. Mm. Um, which 
which goes a long way. Um, but they've got good systems in place, and there was a good, there was a lot of investment into um, the facilities and um, everything that the women's team used. So they they invested in it in the right way. Okay, is that um, much like sort of the men's team sort of fifteen years ago? Is there a sort of like a La Masia conveyor belt of players? There's- there kind of is these days, yeah. Uh, actually, this isn't like a short-term thing. This is Barcelona going to be around for some time to come. Yep, that's the hope. Brilliant. And what do you reckon to Leon? Because they got Paydenberg still, haven't they? Who scored a hat-trick. Do. Yeah. Uh, um, does that worry you? Yes, it does. Um, but not too much. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, see, look, everybody told me that last season I should be worried about Chelsea. Um, and we crushed them. That was over after about 10 minutes, wasn't it? Sorry, Ryan. <laughs> yeah, that's um, fine. <laughs> yes, it was. So, I don't know. I, I, I just, they've got good, you know, strong, big game mentality. So, I think they'll be absolutely fine. Excellent. Okay, well, if none of those fixtures are enough to whet your appetite, it's the Scottish Cup final this weekend, Rangers versus Hearts. Uh, in the Faroe Islands, it's the Tor Shavon Derby as B36 play HB. Uh, Albania, Emma. We know how much you like Albania. Uh, <laughs> Dinamo Tirana play KF Tirana. I haven't had any letters. That's, that's the game. I want to know. <laughs> in, that's in Croatia, it's the Eternal Derby. Is Dinamo Zagreb play Hadjik Split? Uh, in Jamaica, Waterhouse play Harbour Blue. Um, Brian, have you got Bet Three Six Five account or uh, app? No. Oh, okay. I invested in this recently. Um, my one gripe about it, because it streams lots of games from around the world, my one gripe is a lot of the games they stream don't have a commentator, which I find really weird. But one of the few that do is the Jamaican League that they stream. It's just brilliant. It's this wonderful, languid sort of... Uh, everything at a gentle pace, Jamaican accent of, of commentary. And it's lovely. It's quite sort of a nice thing to wash my dishes up to on a Sunday night after dinner. It's lovely. <laughs> and finally... watching La Liga. Sorry? Syria and you're watching the <laughs> <laughs> it's nice that's a bit cool I do watch that I watch the um, La Liga I'll be closing my um, my Premier Sports account at the end of the season but I have been watching it <laughs> well okay uh, and finally in Ecuador it's the uh, Classico Ambertano what's Ambertano mean doesn't mean anything as far as I'm aware. Oh, okay. So, CSD uh, Macara play Technico Universitario. What does that mean, Emma? Uh, I don't know, Chris. What do you think it means? <laughs> Ryan, what do you reckon? Oh, I don't know. It's a tough one. <laughs> uh, right, in other bits and bobs of news. So, it's been playoffs this week. Um, on Monday night, Huddersfield beat Luton 1 0 to go through 2 1 an aggregate, an 8 second minute Jordan Rhodes penalty. Uh, sorry, a goal, sorry. Uh, Nottingham Forest played on um, Tuesday night, so they lost 2-1 at home to Sheffield United. Uh, they took the lead through, um, oh, I can't remember his name, Brendan Johnson, I think, son of David Johnson, who's played for Forest in Ipswich. Uh, and then Morgan Gibbs-White and um, John Fleck scored uh, to uh, send the game through to extra time, 3-3 on aggregate. Um, and then Forest won 3-2 on penalties. Emma, did you watch the highlights I sent you? I did. What did you make of Bryce Sambit in the Nottingham Forest goal in the penalty shootout? I still... I had to watch that second penalty save. That was mad, wasn't it? before <laughs> I could understand what happened. Have you seen any of this, Ryan? No, I only saw the, the Billy Sharp thing afterwards. Oh, OK. Uh, so, yeah, went to a penalty shootout. First penalty was sort of 
low down, I think, wasn't it, to his left that he yeah. saved. Second penalty, um, Connor Harrahan went to take it, stood straight still, didn't he? And then the keeper stood straight still. The ball was walloped straight down the centre, hit Bryce Samba's hand, I think, onto the crossbar and then straight out. <laughs> yeah, it, it was incredible. And that was only a few minutes after his incredible save at the end of extra time, wasn't it? Do you remember that, where the um, the guy's got a free header and he sort of leaps oh, out yeah, in a star right, shape? Yeah. And, yeah, this guy's got quite the history. Um, Bryce Sambin, the goal. He's he's known as a bit of a character. Uh, there's a few things he's done. The one I can possibly remember off the top of my head is when Forrest played Derby earlier on the season. So Nottingham Forest and Derby are big rivals ever. Um, uh-huh. He um, wound the opposition players up at, at the end of the game after Forrest had won and left a huge sort of hullabaloo on the pitch at the end which was quite funny um and i think it upset wayne rooney as well who uh, was diving manager um even better. even better yeah so uh he took inspiration from his water bottle he'd got all the names of the um sheffield united players and where they tend to kick the ball but he'd got that so no one could see he'd got that sort of written on he'd wrapped his bottle in a towel so uh, when he was taking a drink no one could see that he was actually also having a look um a fan managed to sort of grab it that ran on the pitch at the end because there was a pitch invasion at the end. Um, two things came up this pitch invasion, which you've alluded to, Ryan. One was a man uh, who's jailed for 24 weeks today for running straight to Billy Sharp and just sort of launching at him with a headbutt, wasn't it? Yeah, it was pretty horrendous. Have you seen this, Emma? He... Yeah. It, it, I... <laughs> he was wearing like a high vis Deagle shirt as well. Like, <laughs> yeah. I don't. I mean, he wasn't incognito about it. Was it? it was very <laughs> much like, I'm doing this. End all. It was like a steward going rogue. Yeah. Imagine going to the football and thinking, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to run on the pitch and I'm going to headbutt. I'm going to smash into Billy Sharp. Yeah. Well, Billy Sharp used to play for Forest, so uh, I, for, I follow. Not a fan. Well, I follow a, um, a Nottingham Forest Simpsons account, so I asked him afterwards, how did Billy Sharp leave? You know, was he sort of. Did he say anything bad about the club? And this guy said, no, he was only really, really nice and polite. No, no one could figure out why he was targeted. <laughs> so, um, am, I, am I right thinking Billy Sharp's a bit of a wrong or am I thinking of someone else? I think you might be thinking of someone Billy else. Sharp, oh, okay, that's right. I was like, trying to figure out if Billy Sharp had ever been done for anything. I don't think so. The, the one thing, what you might be thinking of, uh, the fact that he's sort of famous for something, his son was born and died at ooh, probably about 12 hours old, his son died at. And then he, Billy Sharp, played the very next day, captained whoever he was playing for at the time and scored the very next day. So that might be what you're thinking of in the fact okay. that he's sort of famous for doing something. Um, Titi Camera, I remember, played for Liverpool the afternoon of his dad's death. His dad had died about four hours before and played for Liverpool Jeez. and scored twice. And then Frank Lampard did, did as well, didn't he? The day after his mum died. Yeah, he did, yeah. So, yeah, that's all pretty um, pretty extraordinary. Uh, and Oliver Burney's been investigated. Has anyone seen this footage? Uh, didn't he kick somebody? <laughs> yeah. But I, seen the, but I haven't seen the footage, but I've heard about what he did, yeah. Yeah, so this Forest fan's lying on the ground and Oliver Burney's stamping on them. Allegedly. Uh, he's been, quote-unquote... not really allegedly, is it? Well, it, is t- <laughs> it is till they're convicted, I think. Um... But there's like video evidence and stuff. Well, yeah, interesting because that fan's been jailed for 24 months, like pretty much straight away, right? Mm. McBurney won't get anything. Again, I'm trying. I, I'll probably get all these players confused. I feel like McBurney's had a bit of a history of smashing 
phones of people. You know? He did, yes. I'm sure it was him. That um, one's right, it, yeah. I'm, he, I'm sure there's a video of him like chasing someone down. And, like, down the road, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Some form of they were filming him and he was minding, sort of minding his own business and he chased this kid down the street and smashed his phone up. Um, so yeah, I think Ollie McBurney's got a bit of previous, and he said that he's been quote unquote invited to a police station to give his side of events. <laughs> Amazing. If I was him, I'd turn that invite down. <laughs> yeah, you already invited me. <laughs> it's, it's, it's not in my best interest to go. <laughs> yeah, I mean the other thing about that guy Gary, this is like Forrest's first trip to Wembley since 1992, and it could be their first sort of time in the yeah. Premier League for. If they get promoted, mm. he can't go. He's banned from life. Exactly. Well, he's got a two-year football banning order. I can only guess that Forrest are going to ban him for life. But that's like your entire football watching experience for the rest of your life ended. And I bet yeah. he'd already paid for next year's season ticket, too. <laughs> that's the worst thing. <laughs> Imagine. Yeah. Uh, right, on the subject of playoffs, uh, League 2 playoffs, um, Northampton Town, Ryan. Northampton Town. Yeah. Your local team. Uh, yeah. How many yeah, times have you been? Uh, once. <laughs> that sounds like once too many. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they've had, a, they've had a bit of a rotten couple of weeks. <laughs> What's happened then? Well, you know, I think that on that final game of the season, I, I think I'd seen, um, like Northampton had tweeted one when... Um, one of their players had scored and someone responded again oh we're safe for automatic promotion now unless <gasps> yes which is Bristol Rovers yeah uh, unless Bristol Rovers do an absolute madness and Bristol Rovers proceeded to score seven goals yes on seven nil and Northampton lost out on automatic promotion on goal difference that's right they did because they were three nil up after a half an hour and then they, they lost three one oh sorry one three one didn't they yeah it was three one yeah, and then Bristol Rovers had scored seven, so they yeah, like what a six-goal swing or something goal difference. That's right, Bristol. Um, Bristol Rovers managed by working-class hero Joey Barton, and they got automatic promotions, and then Northampton lose out in the second semi-final <laughs> Do you work with any Northampton fans, or do you know any uh, Northampton fans? Not really, no. So it wasn't as humorous as I wanted it to be. <laughs> uh, well, that's three-one in aggregate then to Mansfield Town, who are going to play the winner of. Um, not Penzance. Port Vale. My handwriting. Port Vale versus <laughs> uh, of um, Port Vale versus Swindon. That is two one on aggregate currently to Swindon. We used to have a Swindon correspondent who could have told us all about that, but sadly no more. Um other bits of Bob's of news. Three female referees are off to the Qatar World Cup, Ryan. And they're not going to make the tea for the men referees. They're actually gonna be referees. That's good. That yeah. Is, that is good. Stephanie Frappart of France, uh, Salima uh, Mukasanga of Rwanda, and I knew I'd regret writing these down, uh, Yoshimi Yamashita of Japan. Uh, they'll all take charge. Uh, Michael Oliver and Anthony Taylor are going to be the English representatives. Um, that's pretty cool, isn't it? So, so they'll be better than them. <laughs> sending your best, good to know. Uh, I mean, unfortunately, sending our best is also sending our worst because they're all terrible. <laughs> <laughs> they are, they are, they are across the board awful. Yeah, dreadful. It could have been a Mike Dean Swan song, couldn't it? Bringing him out for what retirement, that one last job. <laughs> Just seeing all these referees looking at him, bewilderment. Let him with his yellow card out constantly. Let him, let him have the final. Yeah, <laughs> jet him out especially. <laughs> um, I mean, this is all brilliant, and I don't think I know of any right-minded people who would be against this. However, one can only imagine the tweets when one of these 
uh, referees may or may not make a mistake as human beings are want to do. Um, it could go brilliantly or it could go pretty sort of misogynistically, couldn't it, Emma? Uh, I think you'll get misogyny no matter what happens. Even yeah. if they have a perfect game, they'll, they'll still be something. They'll still be someone because there always is. Mm. It's just the world that we live in, Chris. It is, yeah. It is very much sadly. Um, Jake Daniels, does that name mean anything to you, Emma? It does because he is the first footballer in England to come out, I believe. He is. 30 years, I think, wasn't it? 32 years. So the last one was um, Justin Fashioning, John's brother, unfortunately. Well, he came out in October 1990. Unfortunately, he ended up taking his own life. Um, I don't know whether it was due to... Because his brother stopped speaking to him for a little bit, I think, after he um, came out. John Fashioning did. I think it was a completely different environment. I don't know whether one contributed to the other and the suicide or, or whether it's for different reasons, but... He says now he can feel free and confident. Um, and he said the day after he came out to his family, he scored four goals. So that sort of shows that. Um, it's only going to be fantastic news that this sort of paves the way maybe for more people. There was, um, oh, stupidly, I can't remember his name, but the guy in Australia earlier on this year who did it. Uh, and maybe um, maybe sort of that's prompted him as well. He's only 17 as well, Jake Daniels. I mean, that's an extraordinary thing to do at that age. It's incredibly brilliant. let alone yeah so, so that that's an age that you, you know you'd potentially do it to your family let alone tell the entire world yes um so you know amazing bravery ultimately isn't it because again he i mean he will be welcomed by you know pretty much everybody however there will be people who won't welcome him either yeah. on the terraces or terrorists no terraces or uh <laughs> dairy girls again either on the terraces or on um social media so i mean there's even you know unfortunately there's still fans today that will, will sort of do homophobic chants uh, and songs um yeah. you know people like you know people like billy gilmore have had some of those chants at them this season um unfortunately that's going to happen and it shouldn't do by any stretch it, it, you know hopefully the rest of the people can say what you're doing pack it in type thing yeah um, but we'll have to see on that one and with any look the more times this happens the less relevant it will be and maybe you know there'll be a time in years to come where people come out and people sh sort of shrug their shoulders because it's it's no big deal and it shouldn't, and that's the thing, it shouldn't be this big announcement thing. It should just be, you know, a person is, that's their preference. Yeah. Then, you know, that that's it. It doesn't, you know, it's not yeah, a conversation it to be matter, had. It doesn't matter, does it? it? No. It doesn't stop him scoring goals. No. It's... No. I mean, quite the opposite. It helped him, didn't it? <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. Yeah. I hope it's the start of many more players being able to do that. I do as well. Be who they are. Uh, and he's also accepted an apology from his teammates, uh, Marvin um, Ekpeter, Ekpetita, uh, who is 26 years old now. Um, he's apologised for homophobic tweets he posted back in 2012. Um, Jake Daniels said the tweets don't define the man you are today. Uh, Ryan, we had a little bit of a conversation about this, didn't we? Because Newcastle United tweeted their support for him, didn't they? They did, yeah. 
Um, to which I posted a link to uh, <laughs> to gay rights in Saudi Arabia. <laughs> uh, and you said, what did you tell me? I said, have a day off. <laughs> <laughs> and what did Dave say from the Sunday show? He just told you to shut up, Chris. So... <laughs> he did. Mean is the fair of you. No, I think you know. I think my point, my point was that you know, I don't think a the person running the account said to the owners, you know, went up to them and said, oh, "I've written this tweet uh, about <laughs> about this player. Can I get your permission to post it uh, or anything like that?" So I think you know, the, the admin or whoever the social media team, I think are allowed to have their own feelings on it, regardless of what their employer may or may not think. But, yeah, is it because if they'd have asked permission, they'd have said no. <laughs> that, that was the other thought. Yeah. Yeah, it's not. Uh, it's not like that person's going to get called. I don't think anyway to say come to the office. Come to the uh, come to the Saudi embassy, could you, Mr. Admin person? Yeah, please. <laughs> In Istanbul. You tweeted something bad, so you know we need to speak. There's no one there with a bone saw. So <laughs> They're the reassuring words you want to hear in a phone call, aren't they? <laughs> Um, yeah, what do you think, Emma? Uh, are you on Team Ryan or Team Chris? Oh, God. Oh, that's a big question, isn't it? <laughs> Why are you making me take sides? Because it's fun. I'm on Team Justice. I'll take that as Team Me, then. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm not saying that. You know, Sadie Rose is bad. Yes, correct. <laughs> I, that is very true. Uh, are you on Team... You can get away with those just more sports washing. <laughs> You're on team justice rather than team apologist, I think is what we want with. And <laughs> um, we're staying in the same sort of similar area because has anyone seen why Idris Gay is in the uh, news this week? Yes, unfortunately. So he refused to play for PSG last week because of the rainbow. Uh, they were yeah. wearing numbers with rainbow sort of uh, things on the back. I mean, someone did tweet the irony of his surname and refusing to play. But... <laughs> yeah, I saw that as well. <laughs> um, but this is kind of a hollow gesture as well, isn't it? Because if you were to go to uh, Qatar and proclaim your homosexuality, um, you might not. You, yeah, at, at the best, um, I imagine you probably would do. So. Yeah, I was looking. I was trying to be optimistic. Yeah. Uh, so it's again. I mean, this goes down to sort of maybe Ryan's thing of the person that makes these decisions isn't sort of tied up in the whole Qatari sports washing however um, it sort of makes a mockery of what they're doing in the first place a little bit with the sort of rainbow numbers yeah which I think, I think is, is is a fair point I mean, did, did we see um, I think there was a Premier League player that had apparently come out in support of, of his decision to not play and um, there was I can't remember the, whoever managed to said, "Well, if, if that's the case, I think we're going to have to speak to him." Oh, I didn't see that. Actually, I, I, don't, I can't remember who it was. Um, well, don't name a random player just in case he's listening. Well, exactly. You know, <laughs> if you were you listening and it was you, please tell us. Uh, <laughs> you know, you can writing iTunes and rate us five stars. <laughs> you are. That's, that's fine too. Good man, ever the salesman. <laughs> um, also, this. Sorry? If, say, for instance, Mo Salah refused to wear... Because he's a Muslim, right? Mm. Would you be pro him not 
re- refusing to play? No, I'd be um, very anti him refusing to play. I think it's a disgrace. Imagine how angry Jordan Henderson would be at him. Well, exactly, yeah. You don't want an angry Hendo on your side. I've just, I've just quickly looked. It was um, Kuyate from Palace. Patrick Vieira Vieira will have to quote unquote speak to Kuyate if he has backed uh, the player on rainbow symbol stance. Oh, okay. Um, Yeah, I'd be outraged and appalled. I think any of us would if it was our players, wouldn't we? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Okay, where else have we got? So, Spurs ladies forward um, Chiomba Ubogaga has been suspended for nine months for taking... uh, Canrenone, which is uh, an anti-acne substance, but can also be used as a masking agent. Um, she said, quote, quote, I am so sorry to my teammates and staff. Uh, I want to make it clear that the medication had no performance enhancing effects for me. Emma, um, you're probably of the three of us, the one that was closest to making it as a professional sports person. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm guessing unless Ryan's had some secret. Oh, I'm, I'm sat here. So, you know, <laughs> how dare you assume this about me? But no, you are <laughs> Um, so uh, you are responsible as an athlete I guess for what goes into your body aren't you you are but uh, you can also get bad advice from the people around you Um, encouraging to take stuff is there a list it's still ultimately your decision yeah are you not given a list of what is banned and what is not and you know she could have looked at this stuff she was taking and said is it on column A or column B yeah, I believe that every, especially in tennis, that at the start of every season you are given a banned substances list, an updated banned substances list. Hmm. I know this because of Maria Sharapova. <laughs> <laughs> um, we don't talk about her now, she's pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Ryan. <laughs> the Ajax goalkeeper that got banned for... Oh, Unana, yes. Unana. Yeah, but, but wasn't it something to do with his wife's pills or something? Yeah. So the story goes, anyway. And Colo Torre as well, I believe. Oh, yeah. That was his That's wife's right. pills as well, or something. But I can't remember what... you are responsible for what yeah. you put in your body. Yes. I can't um, remember what the Rio Ferdinand one was. But he he was forgot to turn up. Yeah. Probably he... because there was something in the system. <laughs> he went shopping with Ile Berkovich instead of um, <laughs> turning up to his drugs test. That's what he did. Um, <laughs> I've been watching the Giro d'Italia for the last sort of two weeks, so maybe my sort of opinions on drug taking are, are to be taken with a pinch of salt. Um, okay, so um, PSG apparently have offered a contract uh, to Kylian Mbappe in an attempt to stop him going to Real Madrid. This contract appears to offer him a role that allows him to sack managers and sell players, like a sort of managerial role. I'm sorry, but there's no way that can be true. It's got yeah, it's got to be fake, surely. Like, doesn't sound proper, does it? I mean, no. we wouldn't even give that to Messi. So, <laughs> come on. Okay. Um, the final of the uh, Captain Federations Cup, which is like their equivalent of the Europa League, uh, that takes place tomorrow. So that's Orlando Pirates uh, of South Africa versus uh, RS Burkan of Morocco. Um, Men and women in the United States uh, that represent the national teams are going to receive equal pay, it was agreed on Wednesday. Uh, Both sets of players are going to pool money uh, together uh, for prize money and then share it out equally, uh, which I imagine the men would be quite grateful for, wouldn't they, Emma? (laughs) Well, that's taken far too long to happen, hasn't it? Yes, it has. Um, Yes. What American earns more than... (laughs) 
any of the women do? Maybe what? Pulisic? Well, that's wages, but I mean, uh, this is like national team prize money, I think, or or something. Oh, if it's national team prize money, then yeah, the men earn jack shit. <laughs> uh, Al Shorter won their thirteenth league title in Iraq after a nine-year wait. Uh, they're currently twenty-three points in the lead, and Maccabi Haifa won consecutive Israeli league titles. They're fourteenth. Um, Copa Libertadores Group A, Palmeiras have qualified, uh, but Independiente Petrolo, Ryan, what does that sound for? Or translate to? <laughs> Uh, Come on, Ryan, you got this. Um, uh, I, I don't, I don't actually. I'm, I'm so bad at languages. I, I say it again, say it again. Independiente Petrolo. Oh, so in, independent. Yeah. Petrol. Well done. Yeah. It's oh, honestly. It's petrol. Surely not. No, it really is. <laughs> I was clearly overthinking. It. I was like, that can't be right. I didn't mean it. That doesn't you know make any sense. Chris is being racist about my language. Most of the time, he's pretty spot on. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Yeah, yeah. Emma, what's telephone banking? Telebanco. Yeah. <laughs> what's the letter W? Who <laughs> made Dublay? Who made Tell me it's not a made up bloody language, right? <laughs> uh, in Group B, um, this is quite close. So Libertad and Paranense are top on seven points. Then it's the strongest and Caracas. So uh, on six points, so Caracas drew nil nil with the strongest and. Paranense beats uh, Libertad 2-0. Uh, group C, Estudiantes are way through on 13 points. Then it's RB Bragatano, then Velez and Nacional. Um, bringing up the rear on there. Uh, Velez beat Nacional with a 94th minute uh, winner. Uh, in Group D, uh, Atletico Mineiro and Tolima are on 8 points. And Tolima lost 3-2 uh, at home to Mineiro. Independiente del Valle are on 5 points. Uh, Group E, Corinthians are on eight points. Then it's Boca Juniors on seven. Deportivo Cali five. Always ready on four. Um, and then Boca drew one-one with Corinthians. Dario Benedetto scored Emma. Did he? He did. Oh, good for him. He's banging them back in again. Um, and then Deportivo Cali plays always ready tonight. Group F, River Plate atop on ten points. It's Colo Colo and Fortaleza on seven points. Uh, Alliance Lima, who were bottom, lost two-nil to Fortaleza. Uh, River Plate play Colo Colo tonight. Uh, group G, Colón are top on 10 points, uh, Chelo Poteno on 8, Olympia 5, Penarol are on 4, uh, Penarol are on, they drew 0-0 with uh, Chelo Poteno and Colón beat Olympia 2-1. Uh, third place in all these goes into the Copa Sudamericana which is like the equivalent of the um, Europa League. And finally Group H, Flamengo are on 13 points, uh, Toleres on 8 points, Catalica are, are on 4 and Sporting Cristal on 2. So uh, Flamengo beat Catalica 4-0 and um, Sporting Cristal of Peru, they drew 0-0 with Toleres. Right, back into the Premier League. So it all comes to a, a rather happy conclusion, hopefully happy conclusion this weekend. So Manchester City are at home to Agent Gerard. Um, these games all kick off at four o'clock. <laughs> this is on Sky Sports. So Manchester City came from two 0 down against West Ham last season. After that, before that, they won their previous four at least. Um, Villa have only got two wins at their last four. They drew with Palace. And then before that, they lost to Liverpool. Before that, though, they've beaten Burnley and Norwich. Um, so you know they're doing okay. Um, please, someone say it's going to happen. No, I can't. I, I don't want it to happen, so I'm not even going to pressure it into existence. The, the problem you've got, uh, unfortunately, is Ali has said the magical words. He has. He yeah. he has jinxed it, I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, it, and yeah. I'm proud of him for it. Yeah, I, I love that he's owned it, you know. Fair play. Um, <sighs> yeah, 
just don't think it's going to happen. Someone make a case for Aston Villa. I can't. They're, they're currently uh, they're currently drawing. So they're not losing. Um, that's good. Uh, that's 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 the only thing I can say. <laughs> maybe, maybe Felipe Coutinho will do you a solid. Do you think? No. <laughs> I, don't, I, I don't think so. so I absolutely it's... do not think he will at all. He's got that permanent contract now. It could. Yeah, he's got that permanent contract now. He's not going to want to do anything. No, he's probably on holiday already. Yeah. Uh, okay, so um, completely irrelevant then is Liverpool at home to Wolves. <laughs> um, Wolves have got zero wins in their last five. They've uh, lost three out of their last five. Liverpool have won four out of their last five. Um, Wolves average an away one away goal per match. Uh, average goal per match. Uh, Liverpool average two and a half. Honestly, if I were Klopp, I'd make 11 changes. Really? Yeah. Because you're not going to win the league. you got to concentrate on the Champions I would put all my eggs in the Champions League basket because that's realistic. But what if he makes 11 changes and Manchester City lose? Well, have the bench stacked with the plays that you need and then bring them on. <laughs> yeah, they can take about half an hour. They? Yeah, I guess so. I mean, how do you think this one's going to go? Liverpool won um, this... When was the last time they played this fixture at home? So Liverpool, when the last played at Anfield, was uh, a 4-0 win at the Coliseum, remember? I think Liverpool will win 4-0, but I, it won't make any difference. Yeah. Wolves yeah. are pretty dreadful. They're not great. At the moment. Uh, where are they in the table? I guess they're... They've really dropped off, haven't they? They were in the like, Europa League fight for a while, and then they like massively dropped off, and then suddenly Chari FC gave them a draw. <laughs> Um, <laughs> we you were two nil up as well, weren't you? Yeah, we were. We we love it. Man, Arsenal were bad form. Win. United terrible draw. Well, it, honestly, if you if you've got a player in need of a goal, who hasn't scored for months. Because <laughs> we'll we'll give the goal for sure. Is this is this you you doing this on purpose to try and get other teams to vote for you to join be in the Premier League next season? Is that what you do? Yeah, that's what it is, yeah. <laughs> so, the Wolves are five points behind West Ham. Uh, they are only two points ahead of Leicester in ninth, and they're only three ahead of uh, Brighton in tenth, and they've got very similar goal differences, so they could end up sort of halfway down the table. Finish in the top ten. Yeah, I mean, they, they, yeah, they can't go any further down than tenth. Which you've got to say is a good result for them. Uh, yes, I guess it is. Now, me and Jared were trying to figure this out last week. With Liverpool winning the... FA Cup last week and getting Champions League does that mean that oh, everything moves down places. yes yeah. does it does anyone know don't know if it does uh, I thought I it don't did no but... because because Frankfurt won uh, yesterday they're going to have five teams in the Champions League now mm. so we'll probably lose that spot anyway maybe oh no that's already counted for isn't it because they, yeah. they're already destined winners of the Europa League are already destined to go into pot one true uh, so <laughs> might it make a difference if Liverpool actually win the Champions League no because they're already in it but then they don't need their league spot for it ah did this happen with Chelsea before when Chelsea won the Champions League in 2012 Tottenham who finished 5th didn't get the 5th spot so England just kept the 4 places I think didn't they didn't they didn't Tottenham finish 4th and they didn't get Champions League because we won the Champions because we didn't finish 
top four that season, if I remember rightly. No, I think the following season, when you won the Europa League... We, we've done someone over big time. You did Spurs that. over that season, because when you got the when you won the Europa League, you got yourself into the... Champ, uh, oh, mate, I don't know. I don't know. My... my, my <laughs> I can't remember back pre-pandemic, let alone ten years ago. <laughs> so... I'll have a look on the I'll have a look on the Premier League app. Okay. And, and, and have a look. You ca- carry on. Mark. We'll carry on between us. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I guess maybe as we're working our way down, the next sort of, uh, sort of thing to look at is fourth place. So Tottenham are top on oh, sorry fourth on sixty-eight points, way ahead on goal difference as well of Arsenal, who are two points behind. Arsenal are at home to Everton, who are currently drawing with Crystal Palace. Norwich are at home, or sorry, Spurs are away to Norwich. Now, surely Everton beat it, losing to Arsenal and Spurs losing to Norwich is the most Spursy thing possible. It'd be very Spursy, wouldn't it? It would. But you have to take into account that Arsenal are going to Arsenal stuff. <laughs> is that becoming in the lexicon as well now? Is it Arsenal Is that sort oh, of. It's always been in my. Well, I think it's just, you know, that thing of our Arsenal aren't it again. Oh boy, yes, they are. Yes, I guess, yeah. And if um... you something that I completely forgot that the all or nothing on Amazon this season is yes there was the tweet of like it's nice to know that they went for nothing rather than all this time <laughs> um, it was you know I loved the Tottenham one uh, yeah it was good value that, wasn't it it was super fun so this Arsenal one's going to be even better I can imagine there's not a Spurs fan in the country that has counted their chickens because they know what Spurs can do at a fixture like away at Norwich yeah, it's it's seeing which team can hold it together more. If Spurs can not be Spursy, and if Arsenal can't Arsenal it, mm-hmm. and given how Arsenal are, have been lately, and they need a big. They need they need Tottenham to lose, <laughs> they do, and yeah. they need to win. Well, Spurs have won three out of their last four. Um, Norwich they had that draw with Wolves, but previous to that they lost their last four. Uh, so I mean. Arguably, they should have beat Liverpool. Yeah, they probably should have done, shouldn't they? Uh, Arsenal have lost their last two. Everton are drawing at the moment. Then they lost at home to Brentford, didn't they? And then before that, they drew with Watford. So they're fairly inconsistent as well. But I went super hard on Arsenal the other week, didn't I? You did, you did. And I can't change my mind now. (laughs) That's not who I am as a person, unfortunately. I mean, I'm going to go with Spurs, but it wouldn't surprise me in the least if both these teams lost or some weird quirk of fate happened. What about you, Ryan? Oh, Everton uh, have just scored. Oh. So they're now winning. Oh, boo. That's, that's, uh, that would be them safe, wouldn't it? I believe so, because Burnley are drawing, aren't they? They uh, yeah, are. So Everton will be four points. Yeah. So as it stands, Burnley. Everton will be four points clear of Burnley. Now Everton have nothing to play for against Arsenal. <laughs> the pressure will be off. <laughs> I don't think it will matter. Which that means peak Arsenal territory. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. They'll probably they'll probably be leading. <laughs> they'll be in the top four, and then 80th minute something will go wrong. Mm-hmm. That's usually how it works, right? <laughs> Uh, okay, so let's look down at the bottom of the table then. So, okay, if we assume Everton are safe, we just covered them a little bit. So Burnley are at home to Newcastle. Um, Newcastle, they had that win versus Arsenal. That stopped two consecutive losses, but they were against Man City and Liverpool. Burnley have lost their last two. Um, I think they were a bit unlucky against Spurs, weren't they? Perceived wisdom seems to be. 
Yeah, I think that's fair. Yeah. Um, they've been doing pretty well under Mike Jackson. They think they got sort of like 10 points out of 12 before hand under him. So I can see... I can see Burnley maybe getting something out of this. I, I, I think Leeds are as good as down at this point. To be honest, I think it's you know there's a street there's a straight shootout between the two of them. I think Burnley have probably done just about enough to get there now, maybe. Oh, okay. Um, Burnley have got twenty goals better goal difference as well. So I think that's that's the thing. In theory, it relies on Leeds having to win and Burnley not winning. Yeah, yeah, I think it's. A, a tough one yeah well Burnley are sorry uh, Leeds are away at Brentford who have won their last two against Everton and Southampton so and they've had that real sort of turnaround this latter half of the season under Ericsson I quite fancy Brentford for that one yeah I, mean, I hope he stays with them Ericsson yeah I hope yeah, he does as well like a really good fit for them yeah I do as well and it shows a little bit of ambition by Ber- uh, Brentford as well doesn't it so I think his agents already come out and said that there's quite a few top European clubs coming in for him. I think that wouldn't surprise me. He's incredible. Yeah, I mean, I did sort of see him link back with Spurs again. He, no, Ryan said top European. Club. Oh, sorry. sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you, what, I did see this. That not here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I'd say if Jesse was here. <laughs> um, I did see Paul Pogba linked with the move back to Juventus, which would be incredible transfer business by Juventus. So they got him from United for nothing, sold him back for eighty million, and then get him back again for nothing. That's a football manager transfer if I've ever seen one. You know, when you sell <laughs> sell a player to someone for loads of money, they never play him, and then you get him back on the cheap or on loan the next season anyway. Exactly. So okay, so ten to six on Sunday night. Uh, who's going down? Leeds. I think it's probably Leeds. Yeah. I don't want it to be Leeds. I think Leeds are just generally they've been so bad. But I hate like, what Marsh has done to them. Like and then Ross says it best when he's like, Well, they got rid of Bielsa, so who cares anyway? Yeah. <laughs> um but they've been dre- they've been dreadful as like Burnley have been fairly decent and Everton have been scraping away, so yeah. Leeds have been fighting in the wrong way with all their record yellow cards and red cards lately. Palace were tuning up in that game. In the Everton one. Yeah. Yeah, were I know, they? yeah. Dag Jesus it. Christ. <laughs> there's, some, there's some conspiracy theories for you. Yeah. Uh, right, okay, let's talk about the uh, rest of the games where pretty much there's nothing on it. So Brighton versus West Ham. This must be the best weekend to be a Premier League footballer. Last weekend of the season when you're safe. Oh, you're on the beach at that point, aren't you? It's very much like just a just a run around, isn't it? I mean, like even all get an all, a, away tour. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, even this, you, you know, Brighton versus West Ham. There's no great sort of huge distance between the two of them, so you know you can be back by sort of dinner time. Yeah, and, you, and then you're officially on your holiday. You're out of office is on. Yeah. Hello. Mark Noble sticks his on permanently. Yeah. <laughs> is he is he actually retiring or just? leaving West Ham I think he is isn't he retiring I think I think yeah I hasn't really said anything about it I think it's his last game is it just assumed that he's retiring I think so yeah. actually it might be that I, I guess he could pop up somewhere West Ham have got something to play for so they're in the conference league place only two points behind uh, Manchester United so in the who are in the Europa League place so West Ham have actually got something to play for I hope they do as well 
Um, yeah, just because I think it's funny for Manchester United to not get it. To get in the conference oh, yeah, league. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, you know, uh, West Ham have got something to play for. So, Brighton's last two games, the, Brighton have got seven points out there, last nine available. Um, West Ham drew that last week against Man City and then um, beat Norwich 4 0 the week before. So, it's a bit difficult to call on form this one. I'd say probably West Ham win now, actually. I think with that, the fact that they have got something to play for probably means they'll give a little bit more. Yeah, Emma? Yeah, I think West Ham will win. All right. So let's talk about Manchester United then, seeing as they've also got something to play for. So they are away at Crystal Palace, who, as we just said, are currently losing to Everton with only a couple of minutes left. Um, before that, their form guy was pretty good. They drew against Villa, uh, and then they'd um, won a couple pre- as well against Watford and, and Southampton. United won winning five. That was at three 0 win at home versus Brentford. Um, they lost four 0 at home to Brighton last week, didn't they? That was a shocking, absolutely. And it could have been more. It could have been way more, couldn't it? Um, They're terrible. They are. Well, I do remember when you know Ragnick was going to be the greatest football mind known to man when he got hired. Um, it's just really not worked out, has it? No. It turns out he's not a miracle worker. No. <laughs> I mean, he's no chump, but at the same time, it's all gone wrong. And it, as much as a tactical thing, it seems to be a hugely personal thing as well, doesn't it? Yeah. It's just it's just not been good for either of them, really, has it? I, mean, I know he's going to be on a consultancy role. And, is he? Is yeah. he still doing that? Because isn't he going to manage Austria? He's going to do both, as far as I'm aware. Really? Yeah, I guess because he's only a consultant at that point. He's, you know, Gary, you hear Gary and I were talking about how he's writing this dossier on all the players, and I'm like, I don't think it's going to take very long. Shit, <laughs> shit, shit. Fired, fired, fired. Ronaldo, still not too bad at football, terrible person, type thing. Yeah. Um, depending on how Palace react then, let's just guess they lose this game to Everton tonight, depending on how they react in front of their fans for the last game of the season, I quite fancy Palace for this. I, I, I just can't think Manchester United can wait for the end of the season to come quick enough. The Palace haven't really got anything to play for, there, have they? Uh, I don't know. Have they dropped off over recently? It seems like they've not been... I mean, I think they've had a great season anyway for them. Um, I think yeah, I think they're probably just waiting for the end of the season as well, really. Well, they got seven out of the last nine points available, so they've done pretty well. Hmm. Their end of the season was the cup semi, though, wasn't it? Yeah. They're right, but I guess in front of your own fans on a sunny day at the end of the season, you want to sort of go out on a high, don't you? Because you've got that lap of honour afterwards, and I can't imagine there's much worse doing a lap of honour after you've just lost. <laughs> but even if they do lose, they've still had a good season. Oh, for sure, definitely. Definitely. I think a lot of people probably expected Vieira to get sacked. Yeah, I mean, he didn't have a huge successful body of work behind him. He, he did okay at Nice and I guess similarly at uh, New York City and I think I imagine he's been a breath of fresh air after uh, both De Boer and Roy Hodgson beforehand <laughs> yeah. I mean he's, he's been completely different to, to either of those managers right you know yeah they do feel like a slightly different club now in terms of their football's better and, and they've got some good good young players coming through as well yeah. Okay, well, let's talk about Chelsea then. They're at home to Watford. Now, Chelsea, you're not guaranteed that third spot, are you? Because, although they're three points behind you, Spurs... Oh, no, you are, you are aren't you? Because you've got a much better goal think, difference. Sorry. If the result stays as it is now uh, against Leicester, I'm pretty certain that means that we get third place. 
Okay, well, you win against Leeds last week. Um, before that, you hadn't won since beating West Ham 1-0, uh, which is about sort of three or four games before that. Um, and, of course, Watford are awful. They've um, they've lost four out of their last five. So, I, again, you haven't got a lot to play for, but it, it, I don't think anybody wants to sort of finish the season with a loss, do they? No, but, I mean, if you're Watford... Your whole season's just been a loss. So I don't think it's going to matter that much, is it? Yeah, and I guess weirdly, if you've got a lot of players leaving, so you, the three we've been talking about, um, they're going to want to go a little bit on high, especially Rudiger. I imagine he seems to sort of he seems to get the the Chelsea thing, doesn't he? And I guess Aspilicueta has been there long enough as well, hasn't he? He's been there for ten years, so they're going to want to go out on high, aren't they? I think it's going to be an interesting result. It's, yeah, it's at it's at home and. We don't know the future of certain players, and we know that Rudy is leaving. We know that Christensen's leaving. We don't fully know what's happening with Aspilicueta yet, and I think it'd be really, it would be a shame as much as everyone hates Aspilicueta that's not a Chelsea fan. I don't hate um, him. Why is he hateable? Is he? Everyone in the in the everyone in the Man on the Post uh, yeah, group absolutely that, hates him. No, Did they call him rat. Yeah, but I just thought that's because people hated Chelsea. <laughs> I hate that. I hate that little rat-faced, you know whatever yeah everyone everyone hates him has he done anything to be dislikable he is quite dislikable though is he Uh, (laughs) he's always moaning he's always getting in people's faces unnecessarily he's a bit of a jerk but he's been good for us he's your jerk yeah yeah um yeah i mean so if we know what his future is i think it'd be nice to give him a send-off because he's been our captain for a few seasons as well he's yeah he's the one player that's technically won it all with us as well and I guess um, and I guess it's a, th- a chance for the club to say thank you to the fans for sticking with them this year as well yes yeah yeah so I mean I think we'll I mean Watford are very bad so I'd like to think we'll be okay despite my previous charity FC comments I, I don't <laughs> I don't think I don't think we'll be no. that charitable that will give Watford a win <laughs> ever what's, um, what's Thomas Tuchel's job security like very safe, it seems. Okay. Um, he's saying that he's going to be here next season. There were those rumours for a while that he was going to go to United somehow. Yeah. Um, I think Gary Neville and Keno just tried to stare that up um, for clicks. Um, but yeah, I think he, he says he's going to be around next year. The the chair, the new owner, if it all gets approved, I think he's going to back him in the market. I think we're, we're getting Perisic on a free, rumoured, um, from Inter, and we'll get Kunde from... Uh, severe pretty quickly. Um, you were linked with signing Dembele from us. And Dembele, well, you've got to return the favour if you want to take some of our players on a free, right? Are you signing him for a hundred million? He's on a free. Is he not on a free? Mm, oh, his, his contract be by that point. Yeah, I thought his contract was up at the end of the season. It is. I think. Um, so yeah. <laughs> or or we do a swap deal. That's for the creator Dembele. <laughs> <laughs> He's really good, but he's very injury-prone. That's fine. Um, losing uh, two cup finals and finishing third in the league, that's normally um, firing material, isn't it, for Chelsea? We we have won two trophies this season, though. Oh, the World Club Cup does not count. <laughs> I'm <laughs> it, sorry. Yeah, uh, sorry, it counted on, it counted on Trent has won everything. Uh, yes. Yeah. I saw that on all of uh, Klopp's won everything. I saw it on there. Um, we won the Super Cup as well. It, 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 neither of us. That counts, right? 
I, I think I mean, they to, can. To be fair, two finals for us, and we and against you know one of the best teams in the world, and losing them both on penalties. I think it's not a bad thing. It's not like we've lost to Arsenal in the final in the in the final again. So no, but that hundred million pounds on Lukaku looks a bit um, that he's not managed to get the best out of looks a bit grim, though, doesn't it? Uh, yeah, it does. That that's not great. I, I don't know how much of it was his decision. I think he's come out recently and sort of said, you know, we wanted Haaland, but obviously that didn't. Didn't happen. we all? Yeah, well, yeah, well, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I think I think Lukaku was fourth choice. I mean, that's a sad state of affairs when a £100 million striker is your point. Oh, imagine knowing that as well. That's got to suck. Yeah, I think <laughs> spoke to Harland, Kane, I can't remember who else, um, and then Lukaku. So. Oh, my word. Where are you going to get the Jules Kunde money from then? I mean, this is all counting on the, the, the deal going through, isn't it? Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's the idea. I think he, he's, he's. I think basically... his buyout clause is pretty reasonable, though. I think it's going to be about 70 mil. Yeah, I don't think it's that much, considering yeah. how young he is and how good he is. Yeah, I think, because obviously we were going to buy him for like 50 last summer, until they just turned around and went, actually, no, we want 70 now. I mean, if you're looking for a cool, calm head in defence, he's not that. <laughs> no, but we've got, I guess, we, you know, we're losing a lot of defenders yeah. this summer, and we need, we need reinforcements, and, and Colwell will be good from his loan at Huddersfield. Um, but whether he's, I don't think he's going to be able to play every game, so we need we need bodies. I think Jules Kunde might provide my favourite moment of the season, where he took a throne into that man's face. Oh, I remember that. Yeah, that was funny. <laughs> um, final game of the season for us to preview. Then it's been emotional ever. Um, it's Leicester versus Southampton. Uh, what a note to end on. Yeah, Leicester won their last two, though that was against Norwich and Watford. Um, and Southampton have lost four out of five. Uh, so Leicester, they could climb above Wolves if results go their way. Southampton are stuck in 15th place um, unless Everton get a win in the final game of the season. So they could finish as though 16th. That's what we were saying earlier on. That's not great, is it? No, not really. No. Have oh. Leicester underachieved? Or is this them being normal because they overachieved before? I think the latter, I think. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think if you look at the team they've got, I'd say it's slight underachievement on paper. Mm. I think their squad is very, very good. Um, so, yeah, this season, but, you know, obviously they did pick themselves up quite a lot by overachieving. I mean, the defence appears to have had one giant collective brain fart over the entire season, doesn't it? Uh, just... is that, I mean... Is that because Fafana was out? Because he's quite good, isn't he? Yeah, he was injured pre-season. Castanier yeah. was been injured for a while, but Castasarinci, he's he was so good the other season, wasn't he? Yeah, he was so good. Rubbish this season. <laughs> yeah, um, and I guess maybe it's taken a lot out of them the last two seasons where they nearly got in the Champions League. I mean, for last season they were in the top four every week apart from the last game of the season. Um. <laughs> Maybe that's taken a little bit out of them. And winning the FA Cup as well, I don't know, maybe you do drop off sort of a percent or two when you've won that and you, you sort of fail to pick it up the next season. I don't know. I think this is where Leicester are, I think. I think they've had five, six years of overachievement. Yeah. Do you think maybe Rodgers will get the boot? Yeah. Maybe. What, over the summer or in the new season? Probably in the new season. 
Yeah, I can see I can see a scenario that if he does if if things don't improve, I guess it's going to be a big summer, right? I think Tilly Man's probably going to leave. Yeah, it looks like it. You've got people like Barnes and Madison who have always attracted interest from other. You know, if your team's achieving, then you're more likely to stay. But you know, they're going to start thinking maybe it's time to move on. I think Fafana's obviously got a lot of interest from clubs as well. Um, it is just very a... much feels like an end of the road thing for him. For he's, done, he's done. He's Rogers. Oh, yeah. Okay. I think he's done a good a good job with Leicester, right? But I think. Do but that's you... like as much as he can. Yeah, do. they've hit their ceiling, and now they're getting yeah. back down to a point where they probably need a new manager to come in and, you know, almost start again potentially. A new manager's going to have quite a, a difficult job. I mean, if he uses Tielemans and then maybe two of. Those players we've just talked about, plus maybe Dewsbury Hall as well. Vardy, he's got to manage Vardy's exit from the club, which, you know, if we remember from Francesco Totti, it's not easy to get a club legend out of the club. Next manager's got quite a difficult job. Do you think Brendan wants to stick around and sort all that out? Or maybe he might want to clear off somewhere else? <laughs> That's not his style, is it? No. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, OK, there we go. Has anyone got any other business at all? I did see something. I, I saw a clip earlier of an MLS game earlier that ended in four red cards. Did you? Uh, yeah. It was so, uh, injury time too. There they were, and it all kicked off a little bit, didn't it? Where it was a bit of throat grabbing, someone getting fouled, and then someone just running over and just doing a bit like that fan did to Sharp, you know, just pushing them right down to the ground. Um, yeah, there was a lot of uh, the referee got very uh, red card happy in the last few minutes. Who was that then? Which teams were they? Uh, that's more knowledge than <laughs> I, I have on MLS. <laughs> I saw a clip. Oh, that's two MLS teams. Uh, <laughs> Just pick two. Any two you want. Uh, it wasn't into Miami, I can say that much. Uh, Chicago. That's a team, right? That's a team. That's where Shakiri plays for. Chicago Fire, yeah. Chicago Fire, yeah, that's the one. And then uh, Red Bulls. There you go. That thing. <laughs> I'm just checking, see if I can find it. <laughs> I was I was really worried I was gonna start, I was gonna like start naming like basketball or baseball teams or something. You know? Oh, there it is. It was Sporting Kansas City versus Colorado Rapids. Right. So I was I was close. <laughs> uh, Emma, have you got any other business? Yeah. Excellent. Right. Uh, we are Man of the Post. We're part of the Man of the Post Network. So uh, Ali and Dave and Simon will be back on. Um, Monday to review the games that we've been previewing. You can find us on Instagram or Twitter at Man of the Post. You can find us on Facebook and give us a like on there. You can download us from your uh, podcast app of choice, Stitcher, Spotify, Acast, uh, Apple Podcasts. You could subscribe and follow, and all your future episodes will fall automatically into your inbox. Any reviews, uh, five-star reviews, we gratefully receive as well. Um, Ryan, if people are following you, how do they do that? Uh, they can follow me at the Ryan Goodman. Yeah, uh, Emma, how do they follow you? I beg of that they don't. They don't? They, they don't. Okay. Um, how do they follow you, Chris? How do they follow me? You can follow me at uh, chingham 77 For all your dairy girl needs. All your dairy girl... <laughs> that sounds a bit... <laughs> <laughs> makes me sound like a pimp. Yeah. That makes me sound like a pimp. <laughs> right. Always remember to keep your man on the post. <laughs>